Welcome. You're listening to Soli, a podcast driven by curiosity and spirituality with intuitive mediums Shayla and Peyton. Join us as we ask questions, create conversation, and share in an open and heart-centered way our personal experiences and mystical ponderings. If you're spiritually curious and want to be a part of the conversation, then this is the perfect space for you. This is Soli. So what we've decided to do is we're going to try it out for a while. Have a little bit of a segment before we start going into the main topic of the show where we kind of just share either like realizations, recommendations, spiritual ponderings, things that have kind of been coming up throughout our week or two weeks since we last talked, because I think there are so many things in the spiritual development of our souls that kind of come up and they're super shareable. And like, that's with everybody too, right? So that's where we're going to start for this week. And then we're going to go into a little spring kind of energetic card pull reading for the collective. Yes, I love it. Especially, you know, as a reminder to people listening, spirituality has been part of my life forever, but we're really focusing on it to the degree that I'm doing now that is more newer, you know, and you've been focusing on it in a long time. But regardless of the time period that, you know, you're putting energy towards it, it's a constant learning process and it's a constant um, part of growth and really living your life in a spiritual way or trying to connect in that way is really tuning into, I want to be the best version of myself. I want to heal myself as much as possible. It's not always about, you know, trying to do it for others. It's really a journey within. And when you do that, which, you know, will go on as long as you live, that's going to be a lot of a lot of learning and a lot of growing and a lot of like shedding of old. So I think it's cool to just for us to just have these conversations and be able to share that with people. So because I'm sure, you know, you all of you out there listening are, I mean, I know you are all going through similar things. So um, it'd be fun to share. And as we're sharing, and again, please, if there's something that really talks to you, or there's something that inspired you, or if there's something that you went through that really kind of opened your eyes, like reach out to us. We would love to share that here on the show. And I think this kind of beginning part of the segment where we're, we're going to start doing this, I think would be a really cool place to to share that. So yeah, for sure. So do you want to go first with your week? Sure, I will. <laughs> <laughs> so I was telling Shayla that Something kind of cool that's been coming up in my spiritual development. I'm not exactly sure what I haven't quite landed on what the reason is or what I'm being told, but it's definitely caught my attention. I have had a lot of reference to music lately and a lot of attention being drawn towards music. So I'll explain. In my card polls for myself for probably the past month, in one of the decks I use, which is one of Kyle Gray's decks, uh, there's a card in there that says connect with music. And I have always, a lot of times before reading to help kind of build my energy up, I love to listen to music. 
And, you know, that's something when I meditate, I always usually listen to music. I don't do it quietly. And so that's something that resonated with me, but I didn't understand why the card kept coming up. I mean, it was almost every day, Mm -hmm. even as of this morning, (laughs) that card was in my poll. Yeah, just Um, kept popping up. It just kept popping up. And then I went to Nashville, Tennessee last weekend, and which is the music capital of the U.S., and it's known as Music City. And there were four instances that were so crazy where I thought of a song or I referenced a song and then it played almost instantly around where I was to where like, I mean, everyone I was with, you know, they're aware of all of this stuff. So I'm just like, oh my God, this happened again and again and again. So that was just really cool. So I definitely paid attention to that. And then I'll share one of the instances. Now I realized, you know, Nashville is like country music capital of the world. It's not so rare that you're going to hear a country song, but I'm, so I'm on my way there and I'm messaging my dog sitter, this whole list of like, please don't forgets, you know, mm-hmm. and <laughs> to soften it at the end. And I don't even know why I thought of this song, but to soften the text at the end, I was like, and at nighttime, he really likes it. If you rock him to sleep singing goodbye Earl by the Dixie Chicks. <laughs> so I, I, she laughed and it was fine, whatever. So then I get, I get to Nashville and I meet my brother and some of his friends out at this bar and it was kid rocks bar which you know kid rock music you can you know you get the genre you know the crowd you can kind of paint the picture now there's live music everywhere so the the singer on stage where we were um it was an older guy with like a cool gray beard he was a total rock star country guy and then another guy playing harmonica and you know all their songs were either kid rock songs or within that world we're sitting there and someone Requests him to sing Dixie Chicks Goodbye Earl. <laughs> Which, so funny. <laughs> it was so funny. But, and I like showed my brother the text and I was like, this is so weird. You know, I get it's a country bar, it's country music. It's not like that far stretch, but the Dixie Chicks to play yeah, at this bar, specific. goodbye. That's pretty yeah. specific. So that happened three other times while I was there, which was really cool. So there's another deck that I use. It's called the Mediumship Development Deck that was made by Lauren Rainbow and John Holland. They're two professional mediums. And I got it, it was exactly 50 weeks ago because there was it's a 50-card deck. Once a week, I would pull the card, and then that would be the thing I would work on that week. So it was like all different things when developing as a psychic medium. The last one today for the 50th week, I pulled, and it was connect with music. <laughs> it was like use music to kind of yeah. connect and almost go into almost a trance state and dance to help kind of build your energy up and kind of blend your energy with the spirit world, which was so crazy because it wasn't until I saw that, that I even realized that was a common tool. It was something I had already been kind of doing, but I didn't know that, you know, anyway, then I go to listen to a podcast of someone giving um, Danielle Serang. She was giving her uh, spirit messages for the month. And for the first time ever in her podcast, she's like, we're going to listen to a song and we're going to connect with music. And yeah, <laughs> and so it was, it's just been like one thing after another, which has been, it's just been cool. So that was, I just thought that would be kind of fun to share that I still haven't figured out, you know, exactly. I mean, I guess I just need to connect with music or whatever, but it's, you know, I, I'm still working on exactly the message that's coming through or what I'm supposed to pick up through the messaging. But that is a tool you can use is like when you hear a song and you hear a certain lyric or something and it just hits you, you know, the right way, you know, that 
that is one way that spirit does communicate with us. So anyway, I just need to pay more attention and I guess let's do a little more music. Yeah, that's actually so interesting. I've really, I think there's something right now in the collective energy that is really needing like sonic sound vibration Mm. of like multitudes of different things, like either a podcast, even just hearing people's voices or the music aspect of it, because I'm also having something similar. I, for the first time, I actually decided to get a Spotify subscription. I paid one because usually I just use like the free version. I was like, oh, I need music. Like there's something that I'm like, I need to hear these songs that have been going on in my head. I need to like just feel it. And I think music to me is there's an element of mediumship in it. There's an element of channeling in it as well. So I think that's why music touches so strongly in people because we're needing these messages. And it's such an interesting collective thing because these songwriters, you know, they're feeling oftentimes I don't think they even know it, but they're feeling into the collective or they're feeling into obviously their own experiences a lot of time, but it's something that everybody needs to hear. And I think for me, a good example of mediumship really within music is the Lumineers. I feel like every Mm -hmm. time I hear one of their songs, I'm like, this is like channeled from something else. Like they'll take people's stories. Like I think one of them was written because the guy went in a cab and saw this woman and talked to her for a few minutes. And then they kind of have these stories kind of come in and they write about these stories. And it's like, people need to hear them. It's just really interesting. I find it really fascinating. Another person who I think to me is really channeling music, um, Tori Amos. Do you, did you ever listen oh, yeah. to her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and of she course. actually, yeah. And she actually talks about the muses. And to me, that's kind of, yes. I think she's talking about spirit because yes. it'll be kind of these archetypes that come and kind of move through her. And I've always had this concept that music is flowing throughout the universe and whoever's willing to listen and pick it up and take that and make it into something um, that it'll the music will find the right person. And I think Ooh. it kind of flows through everybody because I've I like I love music. I've always loved to sing since I was little. And I, I'll just get like these songs in my head and then they'll be gone. And I'm like, I wonder if someone else is picking that up who has the mm-hmm. ability to actually, you know, bring yeah. it out into the world. So yeah. I think right now is just there's a there's some some kind of need for like that that vibration and that frequency that music is bringing and it's such a soul thing like I think there's certain things that as humans we come to this world just innately needing to do and that's like dancing and singing and art and expression totally. like we all have different elements of how we bring it out but and even just like spirituality like we all have this gift of intuition it's just are you going to tap into it what are you going to do with it but it's just like a natural one of the natural gifts we've been given as humans. So I love that. For sure. I think music to that too. (laughs) Yeah. I think music is so powerful. I think it is so magical. I, you know, I've, I've described to people, you know, sometimes how it is I experience physically the sensations of spirit. I will say to people, it's, you know, when you're listening to that song or that song lyric or, or the instrument or whatever, and it sends those chills in your Mm -hmm. body that make you feel elevated. Like, that's the best, absolute best feeling. It really is. Yeah. And I love how spirit too, like if you have a loved one who's passed away, that's one of my favorite yes. ways that I get messages from my loved ones. Yes. And it's it's amazing. Yes. I know I've had my Baba, which is my grandmother, I always you know, think of her in terms of 
Dolly Parton because she really liked Dolly Parton. And so sometimes we'll be like, okay, Baba, give me a sign. And like the next song that comes on is like Jolene or something, right? Like, mm-hmm. and it's just like, you can just feel it kind of thing, right? Which is really neat. And then this one time, actually with the Lumineers, there was a song that um, I can't remember what the the lead singer's name is, but he wrote a song about his dad who passed away and he ended up singing it live. And it's just this really beautiful song. And it was really interesting because I had never heard it before. And it came on and his dad passed away from, I think it's some kind of throat cancer, something like that. And that's really, really similar to what my husband's dad passed with. And then mm-hmm. he also talks about his grandmother, Lillian, in the song. Ah. She, she passed away from a similar thing. I was like, oh my God, that's my grandmother's name. And it was just like yep. this right. message. I was like, holy crap. And it, I started crying because it was just yeah. like so so of what I was thinking of and going through and really similar to my story in a way. So that was really a really cool experience. Through yeah, you, you know exactly at that exact moment when it's not just a coincidence, you know, like yeah, <laughs> when, you know, when it is something more, uh, yeah, that's beautiful. I had another kind of, um, that since we're sharing, <laughs> I had another kind of like interesting little synchronistic moment happen. Again, I don't know what, the meaning of it is. And I don't think that necessarily when these things happen, the intention is that we do know the meaning. Sometimes I just kind of look at it as just like, it's a wave. It's a hello. It's a, you know, just, you know, just we're here. It doesn't always mean like, here's the answer. But um, so I had a first date like two weeks ago, I think it was now. And we had met on a dating app and we were going to go out to dinner. And for some reason, for like two and a half days or so before the date, I just kept getting this crazy feeling that I needed to take a piece of tiger's eye with me, which is so weird. So I sell stones and crystals and stuff at my salon and I have some at home. And I walked by this bag of stones that I have, and I swear I saw a piece of tiger's eye in there. And that's where it first started that I looked in and I was like, oh, I need to, I need to take that for him. And, and so then a, a day passed and then I go to look for it and it was not in there, which was really weird. <laughs> so then I kind of forgot about it. Then I went to work and it was like, oh, I, you know, I, I carry them here. I'll just, I'll get him one of these. So I did. And again, it's a first date. So that's really weird to take someone a gift on the first date. I'm well aware of that. (laughs) (laughs) So we go to dinner and I have the stone in my pocket and I forgot about it. And um, I had like gotten up to go to the bathroom or something. And I like felt my pocket and I was like, oh God, there's that stone in there. So I sat down and he had been kind of sharing some stuff throughout dinner that he has this grandmother who lives in Brazil. And that he had just talked to her not that long ago. And so I sit down and I'm like, okay, I have something. I brought you something. And he was like, oh, he goes, I didn't bring you anything. And I said, well, you shouldn't because it's the first day. <laughs> but I know this is weird, but I said, I couldn't, I couldn't like get it. I couldn't not bring it. I just could not get this out of my head. So here we go. I said, it's a piece of tiger's eye. And I was like, you know, it, it can help you with this and this. And he goes, um, the grandma I was just telling you about, her favorite stone is tiger's eye. Oh my gosh. And, and every time that she's ever visited or I've ever visited her, she always gives me a piece of tiger's eye. Oh. He was like, I 
He was like, I cannot believe you brought me Tiger's Eye. That's amazing. And I was, it was crazy. And I was just like, wow. And then he did share with me at dinner that he had two very uh, close family members who have passed. And I, I haven't quite shared with him everything yet. I mean, he might know if he does listen to this podcast <laughs> whenever it gets released, but we just haven't got to that point yet. But, you know, so for me, it was more of like, it felt like maybe it was one of his loved ones wanting to say hello to him. Yeah. You know, it was kind of weird. But I was like, that's, that's a little, that's a little beyond just coincidence. Oh, yeah. That, for why, sure. I mean, why would I take, first, why would you take a gift? Secondly, how do, not everyone likes stones or cares about rocks yeah. or crystals or whatever. So why would, you know, that was, I don't know, it worked out, it seems to impress him. So that. <laughs> That's so cool. We'll, we'll see where it goes from here. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was my other kind of fun, interesting story that's happened since you and I've talked last. Yeah, that's so cool. I love that. Spirit just like nudging you. It's like, hey, got to bring this. <laughs> hey, take him this stone. It'll work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that. Uh, trying to think about my ponderings and stuff. I've had a, quite a few because it has been a few weeks since we've connected here. I had this situation that happened a few days ago. And I think it's something that a lot of people experience when they're on a spiritual journey and they're starting to be more open about it. So I think I mentioned it to you before a little bit, but I have these people, I'm just going to try to be like, not super expressive <laughs> <laughs> explaining, but people in my life that I've had in my life for a really long time. And they recently over the last, it's a year and a half or so, have really gone back into Christianity, dare I say, born again Christian. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, I, you know, there's nothing wrong with any belief, right? But um, I think when you start using your belief to attack people or to, you know, judge them, stuff like that, I think that's when it can become a little bit uncomfortable and weird. But... <laughs> I've had this feeling for a long time because I've actually tried to distance myself from that because I'm not interested in that and I don't want to be a part of that world. That's just not for me. But I've had a feeling that they found out about what I do and they don't like it and that that they probably think I'm communicating with demons or the devil or whatever. (laughs) Right. You know, that kind of language. And I, I did get confirmation that for sure that is what they think. And I, when I heard it, because it was through somebody that I know, I had to laugh. Like, I guess it was interesting because my first response wasn't like feeling hurt or upset. I just literally laughed because I was like, okay, it was just confirmation again of like knowing in my intuition that that was what was happening. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was a reminder because I'm so surrounded by so many people who are so open to this and so kind and all of that stuff. I forgot that there is an outside world to this Mm. where people don't agree with it and think that you're like channeling double or like these really extreme representations of that so that was interesting but then at the same time it was funny because i had that experience and then a few hours later i ended up going out for dinner with this group of women that i've never met in person because we did this online program It was like a woman's group and then we would like share different things and we got together. I think it was for like 10 months, once a month. And so we got to know each other really well through that. And so I got to meet them for the first time in person. And 
it was one extreme to the other because they were so open to mediumship. It's like, oh, I have to ask you about mediumship. And then we start talking about it. And it was just, it was nice because I felt like spirit brought that timing yeah, for me in that for way sure. to be like, yeah, it's ridiculous. And it's funny that there's going to be people who are just so angry about it and will spend so much energy on what you're doing. And, you know, and then there's the people who are just open and it was just a, a reminder of how important it is to surround yourself with good people who are accepting yeah. and loving of you. And you really have a choice on where you put your energy and who you spend time with. So that was a really beautiful reminder to me. And yeah. it was just nice because like talking to them, it kind of lit me up again because I've been kind of going through a little bit of things in life where there's just so many crazy things happening. And so I've had to kind of move away a little bit from doing my own thing with mediumship for a little bit. And so to have that ignited just felt really beautiful and it was a nice reminder. So well, they are listening. The, Thank you to them. Yeah, <laughs> they are. And and you do need those, you know, because we we do encounter that. I think anyone listening that does follow kind of a spiritual path, I mean, you are going to encounter that with someone around you. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, the best way is to just try to peacefully, you know, just instead of feeling the need to be defensive about it. It's funny, I was set in on a live call with Kyle Gray. He's someone I mentor underneath also on a call with him today. And he talked about how sometimes when we react out of defense, that that then allows space to be open to then be attacked again. Yeah, you know, totally. Where if we just, when that kind of stuff that, you know, is painful or goes against what we know, if we just let it kind of pass through us, that actually helps us see things in a greater way and helps us experience the whole situation in a greater way. And maybe, mm -hmm. you know, hopefully then would shine some light on the other direction. But yeah, when we feel the need to kind of lash back, that really just opens up for more more negative energy to be exchanged. Yeah. And I was kind of surprised by my reaction to it because I think a couple of years ago, I would have been a lot more sensitive to it because I also had this feeling to kind of step away from their mm -hmm. energy. And I followed that instinct. I think it helped me to kind of ground myself a bit. And it just, it was funny. I was like, of course I knew this. And it was actually funny because then yesterday they live pretty close to where my mom lives. So I was turning out of her parking lot and I was like, ooh, I should turn right. I feel like I'm going to see them if I go left. And I was like, but I hate driving right because there's a lot of construction. I'm going to go left. Mm -hmm. Of course, they're there walking. And I'm like, <laughs> I just waved at them and smiled and I got yep. a little bit of a stank face. And I was like, there it is. <laughs> yep. Yep. It was okay, you know. And that's, you know, I don't want to go down that road, but I am going to just a little bit. I... <laughs> The part I don't understand is uh, so much of the messaging from Christianity is about forgiveness and love and loving, you know, the person that is your neighbor and, you know, look after those who are marginalized, take care of those differently. So, you know, when people, and it's not just Christianity that people do this, people do this in all different ways, but mm -hmm. when you use your beliefs or your understandings as a, as a way to make other people feel less than, or as a way to attack people, or as a way to make yourself feel better about your shortcomings. That's kind of just not, that's kind of just kind of against, I feel, you know, what it should be, but you know, 
that's we're human yeah. and that's what people do. Yeah. No, that's what really kind of baffles me too, is how you can do that. Like that's not what Jesus would do. <laughs> I feel exactly, anyways. Right. But it has been interesting because I've been the last year I've been curious about why people have that perspective in terms of like mediumship or spiritual anything, spirituality in that way, why it gets attacked so heavily. And I've kind of come to the conclusion that like anything in this world can have an extreme side to it. And so people that do tend to kind of side with that ideology of treating people that way and shunning them, they're usually in such a fear-based, you know, way of thinking. And they see the Bible from a very specific perception. And when I was listening to one one podcast with this guy, and I can't even remember which podcast it was, but he was explaining why he believes that mediums are channeling, you know, these demonic forces or these tricksters or whatever. And his whole thing was that it really reminded me of Jehovah's Witness, kind of that foundation where basically his stance was that in the first, in like the first testament or whatever, it was people when they pass away, they kind of go into a waiting room. It's not like purgatory or anything. It's like, but just a waiting room to be judged after. And so if everybody who's died is locked away in this safe waiting area, then there's no way that we should be able to communicate with spirit is their kind of sense of it. And so then what would it be that you're communicating with? <laughs> Obviously demons, right? So that was a very like drastic interpretation. And I find that a lot of people who are in that mindset, they actually tend to go more so with the first testament. So more the, you know, Adam and Eve kind of whole like damning God, more personality of God, you know what I mean? Not the Jesus um yeah, yeah, yeah. Testament kind of version. So it just yeah. fascinates me and I'm going to try to take my advice from a minute ago where I said, don't react. (laughs) (laughs) But it just, that kind of like thinking just really gets my goat, you know, and I think I've shared on here before, you know, I think it's just important for people to really look into the history of religion. Don't, you know, try not to just look in the history of Christianity or just look at the history Mm -hmm. of Judaism or just look in the history of Islam or whatever Hinduism or whatever faith it is, Shinto, whatever it is that you follow. Look at the history of, from an outside view, if you were a little alien in your little spaceship and you came down to earth and you were to like, look through the history and see maybe why things unfolded the way they did and what other benefits were there at the time to make things a certain way. It's my belief that you would see that people took spirituality and then crunched it into a little box because they needed to govern people and they needed to control people. And it was for reasons that maybe benefited humanity in a greater whole at one point in time, maybe didn't, you know, did a lot of horrible things as well. So, I mean, there's a lot to there. A lot of that was, no, we will tell you what it is. You need to just listen. You don't need to question it. You don't need to whatever. We're going to tell you, we're the select few that get to tell you what it is. Where in spirituality today, and where I think a lot of people are awakening to is like, oh, I don't need, I don't need to go to a building. It's, it's, I'm a part of it. It's me. Like I, that actually is essentially what Jesus was saying, you know, is that you're, you're a piece of it. Like we're all part of it. So if we just kind of cut out some of the noise, we can connect within. 
and you know be a part of it but yeah the the whole people going into a waiting room thing i a lot of people ask especially as us being mediums you know we don't have the exact answers but i can tell you that logically based upon what it is i've received and why and how and all of that and how it works in my brain that whole waiting room thing makes absolutely no sense to me and again i've said this before whatever it is you're trying to figure out about what you believe and what it is with the spirit world don't put our 3D human limitations on what spirit is able to do. Like, Mm -hmm. you you know, like, I don't know. Anyway, I'll let that, I'll I'll stop there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, there's so much to it. I don't know. I've always found it a little bit interesting to how people will trust so much of everything that is written exactly as is in the Bible, just because it has been interpreted so many times. There's just been so much political, like, use of the bible over like history right to control people kind of like what you were saying and so to say this is exactly what is totally you know and it's such an it's really an interpretation based thing too which is interesting even when people talk about cherry picking you know i feel like everybody does that no matter what it's just kind of how the bible is written like it's very interpretation based so and even the you know if I'm not mistaken, the Bible was originally written in Greek, then got translated into Latin, and then, you know, eventually in every other language in the world, but, you know, in English. I myself have been learning Greek for a very long time, and I can tell you <laughs> from experience that things just don't translate the same. We don't say things yeah. the same way. It doesn't matter what language, you know, we all say things differently and stuff gets lost or can be implied or can mean a few different things. It's not, not everything is so black and white. So yeah, it's, it's interesting, but let's just hope that whatever reason that those people in your life, whatever makes them feel better to put that energy towards you, whatever that is, that they are able to figure that out and they're able to work Mm -hmm. that out because I would probably guess that what's going on in their world, there's probably a lot there that it's just easier to focus on, you know, Shayla, who's trying to help people, you know, talking to demons, than actually <laughs> have to look, then actually have to look at, you know, what am I doing in my life? What are the what are the demons that are in my world? Um, what's the energy? I'm even even giving you the stink eye, the, you know, that, to me, like, you're putting a negative energy that to me is more in that kind of world than, you know, sending love and positivity and, you know, uh, heart forward, heart forward. Let's be heart forward. Yeah, no, for sure. I 100% agree on that. I ended up seeing them, I think it was a month ago, just bumping into them. And I could kind of feel this energy of when they were talking to me, kind of being confused because I'm actually a nice person. Like, do you know what I mean? Like there's, when you actually, you can make up all these stories about people when you're alone and then you kind of create these things that are not there. And then we actually see them. You're like, Oh, they're not actually of that. But sometimes when there's that distance, it can give them a little bit of time to create those stories in their heads too. Right. Even though it's like not who you are or your intention or anything to do with you, it's all based in their own feelings and their own lives and what, how they're seeing things. So yeah, I agree. Yeah. And that's something that we all do. We're all human. That's like a part of the human experience, you know, but it's being aware of that. And, you know, trying to not use that in a negative way and trying to be aware of that. So when you do have those thoughts, you can maybe correct yourself and get out of your head a little bit. Yeah. So if you are going through that as well in your life, 
I see you. I feel you. And yeah, just stay strong in who you are and what you believe in and know that, you know, it's all okay. Right. Just all a learning just, process. Just send those, just send those people love. You yeah, know, that's really, love, honestly, sure. that's, that's the best. That's all you can do. And yeah. don't carry that. It's not yours to carry. That's theirs no. to carry. You know, yeah, for as sure. hard as that is sometimes, especially when it's people very close, that can be really difficult and that can, that can be very hard, but that's not yours to carry. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited because right. I want to do the spring energy yes. card pull here. Yes. And so we were talking about this before we started recording. There are a lot of people who do these kind of collective readings. And I think that it is one of those things where whoever's supposed to be drawn to this message will listen to it. We're not all going to be drawn to the same people or the same messages. So I think the more we share our voices, you know, we can just kind of share that beauty of the energy and stuff like that. So we've each pulled some cards and just kind of are feeling into the energy of spring and I guess maybe like the next couple of months even kind of just the energy that's coming about. So um, do you want to start? Sure, I can start. Spring is my favorite time of year. My absolute favorite moment of spring is when, and it's starting to happen now where I'm at, is when you look out into the trees and there's just that haze of green of all those little buds coming back, getting ready to sprout leaves. So spring symbolically does resemble renewal and a new start and a new day and the end obviously of winter and all the things that come along with winter. So the cards I pulled today very much aligned with that. The first one I pulled, the card is about exactly that. It is about letting go and moving past that which is not benefiting you anymore or that which is not helping you move forward, especially stuff that is part of what sometimes is referred to as your shadow. So this could be a negative way of thinking. This could be something that's leading you to do things. For example, maybe there's a relationship you have that's a little straining and you've noticed to deal with that, you've been pouring yourself an extra glass of wine. Or maybe you've opened another ice cream bar. <laughs> maybe you're depressed about the job that you're in at the moment or where you live or a situation that a loved one's gone through. So it's like pulling this stuff that we're trying to work through up, the shadow stuff within ourselves that we're trying to move forward from. Um, and then, you know, the rest of my cards really, really showed that, that whatever these things are that are maybe, I, I do feel like I need to mention drinking. That one's really kind of coming through strong. I feel like there's maybe some of you out there who have maybe started to realize your relationship with alcohol wasn't as beneficial to you as maybe it was more harmful and you're starting to move away from that, or maybe it's the type of food you're eating. Maybe you've realized that you don't feel good when you eat a lot of a certain type of food, or maybe you're not drinking enough water, or maybe you're having too much caffeine and it's you're starting to just wear yourself out a little bit. It's these things that we get attached to that we use to help either numb or we used to help cope, that we're starting to really learn that those things aren't serving us anymore. But as we move through that, 
then it can feel kind of like the floors being ripped out from underneath us because then it causes change. And it's something that then we don't have those securities anymore. So you might feel a little bit of that during this kind of transition time of, you know, what was holding us back in the winter. We're now moving into spring. It's a moment of change. You know, spring brings really big storms. We just had here in the Midwest, we had some horrible tornadoes that came through just this the other day. With spring comes major change and it can feel devastating. But my final card here shows that because of this, that's where new foundations come. That's where new ideas come. That's where new opportunities come. That's where new prosperity comes. There's new, there are new things coming on the horizon that are going to be growing in these next month or so that we maybe didn't even realize were attainable to us. And we probably would have ignored had we still been held on to some of these things that weren't really benefiting us anymore. So um, that is, I feel that a lot. There's a lot of people kind of in my world currently that I, I know have been kind of going through some of these things and have been noticing this. I think myself personally, I also can very much feel this energy right now. So spring feels very... The renewal in spring this year just feels a little bit more refreshing. The air feels a little bit crisper. And that to me is kind of exciting. Love that. I feel like you were talking to me. I was like, <laughs> a lot of that stuff is me. <laughs> it's, it's funny because I, I do have a lot of kind of things that when you were saying are mirrored back into some of the cards I pulled and things that I'm going through and noticing other people are going through as well. So the cards that I pulled i used work your light by rebecca campbell and then i used moonology manifestation deck i have don't dim to fit in align your life assess the situation reveal what needs to be seen so i just kind of feel into these cards and the colors and the imagery that's coming up the words that i hear are reframe and readjust so it's yeah, the spring energy is interesting because it does feel extra fresh to me than usual. There's just this extra wave of surging energy of hope, it feels like for a lot of people, um, where there wasn't hope before. And this realization that there are a lot of things that need to be readjusted in order for you to like keep going and actually like elevate your life if that makes sense. So the word reframe, it's like, okay, you had this vision of what you thought you're supposed to do or how you're supposed to do it, how you're supposed to think, how you're supposed to feel. And it's like, no, let's let's take this off, off the wall and reframe it and put a different picture in it, maybe even a different frame and put it back up because there's just so many different shifts of energy and so many different changes coming up for people. And I feel like a lot of people are putting themselves back together again from being like shattered. It's like all these different fragments coming back together. And I know I've experienced that in the last three months and just like one thing after another, it's like, oh my gosh, when will this stop? <laughs> it's like just too much stuff happening. And so it's really coming back to your body and yourself and dreaming again. And this is the perfect time to dream and the perfect time to put forth all the things that you actually want to do, like make a bucket list of what you want to do this spring this summer, things that make you feel good. They can be simple things too. They don't have to be these huge, you know, monumental 
you know, experiences or things or simple things that like really make you happy. Like I'm going to go out with my kids and go try out this new ice cream shop. We're going to go for a walk in the river valley. It's something that just like gets you in nature, gets you in your body, gets you feeling good, gets your senses going. And the thing you said too about, you know, the alcohol thing and caffeine, I think also there's a few different things. But one thing I noticed is we're so much more sensitive now as humans, mm. we're feeling things a lot more, like mm-hmm. we feel energy more. And so our bodies can't handle the same amount of alcohol or the same amount of caffeine as they used to, or the same amount of garbage food that they used to be able to handle. It's like, we're actually starting to really feel it and it's catching up to us. And mm-hmm. it's this reassessment of, okay, is this good for me? Like, are you listening to yourself? Because I think a lot of people are having this feeling of, ooh, I actually don't need this or I shouldn't be doing this. Why am I having this extra glass of wine? It makes me feel like shit. Like as an as an example, or I'm only taking this to make myself feel better or ignore the things that are paining me or my traumas or things that are within me. I'm using it to ignore it and kind of suffocate it with. And we, I think we all kind of do that with different things. And that kind of goes into this line of addiction or dependency. And that could be like sugar. That could be watching five hours of Netflix. Like there's just so many things now that we can do to kind of numb ourselves and that's because we're feeling things so deeply that it can be kind of hard to to kind of deal with or express or internalize. So I think with spring too, it's the sense of community. So going out and making sure you connect with people that maybe you haven't connected for a while that are your people or of your same energy that you really enjoy being around. Like send them a text message, give them a phone call, connect so that you can be around like-minded people that feel good in your life. I love the whole put yourself back together because I definitely I can attest that I I can feel that energy as well. Like um and that might not mean that you've been completely torn apart or you've completely crumbled apart, but it's, you know, it's just it's moving past that the parts of you that aren't maybe necessarily working anymore or you finally realized it was time to grow past and then putting yourself back together in a new way you know, to be able to do more and do better and be better. Yeah. And just because you experience certain things in the past as well, it doesn't mean that you have to keep moving to the future like that. So it's like letting go of this old stagnant energy and and knowing that there's hope for the future and you can shift your energy and you can make changes even if you've been, even if it's something you've been struggling with for like a decade, right? You're like, ah, I can't seem to get out of the cycle or this energy. It really feels like now is the time for a lot of people to step out of that, that mindset. And, you know, how we're talking to ourselves is so important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so having that awareness to, if you say something to yourself, that's not kind, that's negative, that you really honestly would not say to someone who you truly love or care about, catch yourself and re- reframe that. that, that yep. And just like say it a different way, find a way to, uplift yourself instead of bringing yourself down yep yeah yep even like every time you look in the mirror maybe you're not you know i think everybody to some degree has something i know myself like body issues and stuff have always been in my story but you know i had to i have to try and catch myself like when i look in the mirror don't automatically say something negative don't go to that Mm -hmm. negative place right away you can't live every day always up and living high and thinking like, Oh my God, I love everything. I love life. That's not possible. That's not, that's not the human experience, but to just take those moments that aren't necessary, the extra where it's just every time trying to just pause and be like, okay, 
maybe try and look at the mirror, say the negative thing, and then try to say three positive things. Catch yourself. Mm -hmm. And the more you start to kind of catch yourself and stop yourself in those moments, or if you notice you're gossiping about a coworker or whatever, just stop yourself and try and catch it and, and see if you start noticing a little more positive change. One thing when you were talking about, you know, letting go of or going through the hard stuff and growing past it, I'm like, that's such a spring imagery. You know, what came into my head was in the places in the world that have really harsh winters, you know, think of the the little bush outside that loses its leaves and it goes through all of that, all the weight of all of that snow, all of the heaviness of the ice, just the bitter cold for so long. And then as soon as spring comes, it becomes this beautiful bush again. You know, yeah. like I, that's just such a, it's so symbolic of this time of year. So I love that we both were definitely tuning in on that and that we're both definitely tuning in on there's something a little different about this spring. It just feels a little more, there's like more renewal in the air or something. Mm-hmm. It's like, it feels like, it feels like a lot of people are kind of stepping up and maybe finally maybe moving past some things. And this, again, like Shayla said, this doesn't have to be monumental. It could be, you know, it could be very, every little step counts, but it it does feel like this spring is bringing a lot of renewal. Mm -hmm. For sure. And it almost reminds me of like a boost of adrenaline or like, you know, Mm -hmm. when you're playing, I don't know, Mario Kart or I don't really, I don't play video games, but you know how like you're, you're, racing and there's that little patch that like gets you to go a little faster gives you a little bit of turbo power i kind of feel like this spring has that it's like there's a little bit of a boost there's a little bit of a push of energy to kind of push you past your own limitations or yeah things like that and there's also this other message of looking at the card right now i see assess the situation it's like if you're in a pickle if you're in something that's really like crazy there's so many different solutions to your problems just to take a moment to breathe and like assess the situation and reach out to people and don't be afraid to ask for help as well because there's just so many different solutions to the problems so for sure for sure it's always good to that like don't react just kind of assess you know yeah just breathe (laughs) i know it's hard (laughs) well i'll get through it thank you everybody for listening to this podcast and we're so grateful to have everybody listening i just want to say i've also been super surprised how we have more people than i thought that would listen to our podcast for sure for as new as it is i mean it's it's amazing to be able to see the stats of like even all the places that we've reached on the map Mm -hmm. it's kind of crazy so it's interesting so um, thank you (laughs) yeah thank you everybody we're extremely grateful. And as always, let us know if there's something you would like us to touch on because we would love to we would love to hear from you. Yeah. So we will see you next time. Hey Soli listeners, thank you so much for being here with us today. If you enjoy this podcast and would like to help support us, there are a few ways that you can do that. The first way is to give us a positive review on Apple or Spotify, and this helps us to be pushed up the algorithm, which allows more people to find our podcast. The second thing you can do is word of mouth. Send it to a friend or a family member who you feel would really enjoy this kind of conversation. We also have all of our social media linked below, as well as our solely email. So if you have something to say, you have a question, you have an episode suggestion, or just want to share your story, you can do that below. 